We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, what's going on? Ryan Roberts, Director of Scouting here at IrishBreakdown.com, coming to you live from the All-American Bowl, San Antonio, Texas. We just concluded day three of the All-American Bowl practices. It was a little bit of a slow day, to be completely honest. I went out to the East practice this morning, but both sides, since they had a full practice yesterday and a joint practice in the afternoon, they both decided to go to more of a walkthrough environment in limited pads for today. So they were in helmets, more of a mental day, focusing on schematics of special teams, offense, defense, what is expected of them on the field and what the coaches are trying to parlay this Saturday for the All-American Bowl. So instead of doing a full day recap, because – outside of guys just kind of getting the mental side of the game done and just showing a little bit of effort. It wasn't one where you saw a ton of one-on-ones. It wasn't one where you can really evaluate traits. But we are now here on a Thursday with only one day of practice tomorrow on Friday, which you should expect will also be more of a walkthrough situation. You have now seen a couple competitive days in pads amongst the nation's elite in the 2023 recruiting class. So I want to work through the East roster and the West roster from the Notre Dame perspective. On the East side, we have a Don Schuler, safety out of Irvington High School, and Mr. Brendan Vernon out of Mentor High School, defense event in the 2023 class that were participants in the East squad. So I want to work through both players about what how they have kind of progressed throughout the week and see the growth that they have had during different opportunities in inside run for Brendan Vernon, for instance, in the team drills, in pass rush one-on-ones, Adon Schuler with some one-on-one opportunities in pass coverage, being able to do stuff on the back end in seven-on-seven. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's start with Brendan Vernon, though, because for me, Brennan had arguably the most growth of anyone in the Notre Dame recruiting class that is in that is on site here at the Old American Bowl. So the first day commented on Brennan. So first and foremost, he played this year about 280 plus pounds for Mentor High School. Since the end of the season, he has lost about 20 plus pounds. He weighed in, I believe, at 259 pounds, so right around 260. And from the onset, I thought that Brennan looked really explosive. He looked springy coming out of his stance. He looked healthy, and he looked ready to go, and he looked a lot more flexible and a lot more just twitchy than what he did during the season. And when you talk to Brennan kind of off to the side, he even admitted that he felt like he put on a little too much weight a little too quick, right? So he got down to a weight that he felt better at, that he felt more explosive at, that he felt more athletic at. So 260 pounds. And the things that were the easy quantifiables, right, the things that you expected to see from Brandon Vernon in this week, plays with really good pad level, plays with strong hands. In the run game, from the very first snap of inside run, you could see that he could set an edge powerfully and be able to be that consistent player in the run game. And he plays with a high motor. So you're like, check, check, and another check in that regard. The next thing that you wanted to see, though, about Brennan Vernon is, and this is the main talking points, because you knew that he was going to be able to stop the run. You knew that he was incredibly physical. You knew those things coming into this event. The question, though, and the question long-term for Brennan Vernon when he gets on campus is just how much of an impact can he make early on and just overall as a pass rusher? Those are the things that I wonder, some of the things that most people have wondered. And you saw why they have concerns over this during the duration of this week. Day one, he had one really impressive rep 
from an outside alignment against Luke Montgomery, who's com- who was signed to the University of Ohio State, play offensive tackle, where he hit a double swipe and then one around the outside track. He had another rip inside that day where he had really nice elements of power, good balance to work through contact, and he finished also at the quarterback. But then you saw reps where the thing about Brendan Vernon right now is that if he doesn't win off of an initial move, he gets stuck at times because he doesn't have a lot of counters in his profile right now. He doesn't have a real pass rush plan. He is a one to two rep user as a pass rusher right now. Like he's got two moves. He's got he's got the bull rush, which he uses pretty consistently, and then he's got double hand swipe around the arc. Those are the things that he has, and he has shown that he can win with those things. But the step you want to see Brandon Vernon take, not only this week, but for the foreseeable future, is to add moves to the repertoire, right? A dip, a rip, a club, an inside counter. There needs to be more to the repertoire for a Brandon Vernon moving forward. And I think you saw, especially like going from Tuesday to Wednesday, you saw, I thought, Brandon Vernon really start to understand that he needs to have more nuance as a pass rusher and to start stringing moves a little bit more together. So it's still a work in progress, but you saw the flashes. You saw the traits. All those things are very easy and easy to quantify. He's a long, athletic kid who's still growing into his body. So whether it is as a strong side defensive end or as a three technique long term, I believe that Brendan Vernon has enough traits to be a three-down player at Notre Dame. And I thought the growth that you saw this week was incredible to see. And it is a good sign, and it shows that with maturation and good coaching and good development, I think he could be a really good football player at Notre Dame. The next guy that is a part of the East squad was Adon Schuler, one of the two Notre Dame uh, recruits, signees, in the 2023 class, part of the East squad. And he's almost the complete opposite of Brennan Vernon. Almost. Because Adon Schuler from start to finish has just been consistent all the way through. It Just every single day, every team period, every seven on seven, every individual group, just doesn't make a ton of mistakes. That's the thing with Adon. Adon is a sponge as a young man for one, as a learner, and has the football IQ to back everything up. He sees the game at a mature level. And he's rarely ever in the wrong position. And I'll be fully transparent that I knew coming into the week that when you get the pads on and you're talking about in the run game, in the box, run in the alley as a force player, Adon is going to do all those things and going to do them at a very high level because he's physical and he is an extremely competitive young man. But the things that I noticed this week that really have me excited about Adon Schuler the next in the future is that working from depth as almost as from a true free safety alignment, he looked a lot more comfortable than I anticipated that he would because he's a player that wants to get downhill. He wants to get involved. But working from depth, using his eye discipline, and being able to be a dependable player in the passing game, I think he showed a lot of signs this week. And start to finish, again, this was like a this was a, this was like a business trip for Adon because I know him and his family have obviously had a great week. They've enjoyed the stay and experiencing a lot of great things. But I think Adon Schuler from start to finish just kind of came in and said, I want to show what New Jersey guys can do. I want to show what I can do more than anything. And I think he proved it. And again, in a talented safety room that includes guys like Caleb Downs, who 
is a five-star going to the University of Alabama. Adon looked like he belonged from day one, and he was consistent. And I would not be surprised if he gets a high bulk of the snaps early on in the All-American Bowl because I think that he was just a consistent performer from the onset of the week to now here after day three of practices. Let's move over to the West team that has three Notre Dame players involved in the game. One is Drake Bowen, linebacker out of Andrean High School. Everyone should be very familiar with his name at this point. Mr. Football in the state of Indiana, Buckus Award winner, All-State, led Andrean High School to the state championship, although they came out short. Had over 1,700 yards rushing, 144 tackles, 19 tackles for loss, five sacks. Incredible season Drake Bowen just had. Micah Bell, cornerback out of Kincaid School in the state of Texas, was also has also been on the scene this week for the West squad, as has Sullivan Absher, offensive lineman out of South Point High School in the state of North Carolina, who was a late addition, who actually took the spot of Charles Jagasaw, offensive lineman out of the state of Illinois, who was who was unable to, to participate this week due to an injury. These three... I think the word that I already mentioned with Brennan Vernon was growth. And I think two out of three had tremendous growth through the week. And I want to talk extensively about that. But I think you, I would be remiss if I didn't start with Drake Bowen. I'd be remiss. Because the West has a very gifted linebacker room. That is one of the strongest positions on the entire roster, in my opinion. And that includes Anthony Hill, who is rated by some as a five-star player out of the state of Texas, staying in his home state to play for the Texas Longhorns. And folks, I've said this since day one, and after day three, my opinion on this has not changed. I think there's a strong argument that Drake Bowen has been the best linebacker on the West team and maybe the best linebacker out of both sides so far in the East and the West. First day, you saw him rotate a ton between Will Linebacker and Mike Linebacker with Anthony Hill. So they were kind of working together. And you saw an interception in that first practice for the West. You saw a couple nice plays in space. You saw a really incredible play working in pursuit on a screen. You saw all the space plays that you want to see out of Drake Bowen because he that's what he really thrived on out of out at, out at Andrean High School and during his vaunted career. He did a tremendous job in that area because he was – the best athlete on the field for Andrean and whatever team he was playing against every single week. But you wanted to see that transition now to this week, playing against better athletes in space, and I think it did. I think that he looked on par with anyone. And again, I would say that he was definitely the most consistent linebacker in attendance, in my opinion, but I think that he was honestly the best out of the two squads this week. I, I truly do. Because then you saw him the last two days – Really go from a guy rotating between Mike and Will to playing majority of the reps at Mike the last two days. And the reason for that is a physical part, right? He's a bigger linebacker. He's physical. He's got really good eyes. He's a run-fill player. Everything has been consistent in that regard. But then the other part of Drake Bowen that we don't talk about enough is that he's a really smart kid, man. He's a good communicator. And when you're a Mike linebacker, especially in a all-star game setting where you're putting in so, uh, you know, you're putting in a new sh- defensive structure. You're doing it on a short week. You're making a lot of adjustments. You need someone that has kind of a deeper understanding of what is expected of the players around him. And I think that that's what you've seen of Drake, man. He's helped people get lined up. He's been calling things out. He's looked tremendous from a run-fill perspective, in space, 
Drake Bowen has been a superstar from start to finish. Give my man his fifth star if you haven't already. He's a tremendous football player. Now getting on to the growth part of the, the conversation for the West. I'm going to start with Micah Bell, who if you haven't missed – if you've missed the last couple of my – my breakdowns the last two days, the recaps, you should go back and listen to them first and foremost. But Micah Bell was a player that day one on Tuesday, he warmed up, did his stretches, and then sometime during the stretches, he, or right early on in, in the practice, he had a little bit of a back strain that was limiting him during the practice. So during individual drills, during seven on seven, you didn't really see Micah Bell at all. Team drills, you saw him, but it was in limited role. And he only played safety on that first day, really, which was weird, right? You're just kind of like, that's because he played safety his last year at Kincaid School. So it's not like he's never played safety before, but he's projected as an outside corner. And he's a kid that is a sub 21, 21 second 200 guy and a 10 4 less or less 100 meter guy. So the kid can fly. So the question is, why are you moving him inside, right? Day two. You saw every trait that you want to see from Micah Bell to be a successful football player at the next level. And the traits that get you so excited was playing outside in the first section of practice for the East, for the West squad, excuse me. He made a tremendous pass breakup on Malachi Coleman, who's going to Nebraska. If you're not familiar with him, he's 6'4", 6'5", supposedly runs a 4'4", flat in the 40. He was running a vertical route. I think it was some type of post. It might have been a a corner post, but regardless, he was able to stay attached, barely show any efforts, climb the ladder and break up this pass, which was just one of the most tremendous plays that you'll see because, I mean, Micah Bell is about 5'9", 5'10", working against a 6'4", 6'5", receiver who can fly, right? So there's some advantage there from a size perspective, but it didn't matter on that rep. Just a fantastic rep. He parlayed that to even more success during the joint practice later that day. He had an incredible interception coming back towards towards the line of scrimmage, made a, made a just impressive break on the football. Short area quickness for Micah Bell is absolutely impressive. And in that joint practice – I thought you saw it consistently. People just were not able to gain much separation. He is cat quick. He's explosive. And he showed all the coverage skills that you want to see out of a player that has spent a lot of time at running back but has massive upside at cornerback. So I thought Micah Bell, after being limited early in the week, has really stacked a couple impressive days, especially Wednesday. Wednesday was a tremendous, tremendous showing for Micah Bell. And then in comparison – I think Sullivan Absher has really taken a step forward this week because, again, he was a player that didn't get the invite until last Thursday, was replacing Charles Jagasaw, fellow Notre Dame recruit in the 2023 class, signee. And I think the first day you saw the struggles that we would anticipate for Sullivan Absher, right? At South Point High School, they play the triple option, rarely ever pass sets. And if he does pass set, it's probably off of some type some type of run action. So he's not taking a traditional 45-degree set. He's not taking a vertical set on a snap-to-snap basis. And you saw, I think, him working both at offensive tackle and inside the first couple of days. You saw a lot of inconsistencies, especially the first day. You saw there were just some late hands and pass protection, not nearly as assertive enough as, as he needs to be early on in reps. And then his feet just got stuck in the mud a little bit at times, right? So the redirection was not great either. 
he came back because some guys would sulk and just kind of feel sorry for themselves right after a tough first day. Because in the run game, in inside run, in team, Sullivan looked really good because he's physical and he understands how to use his aggressiveness in the run game. And he did those things exceptionally well. Just the pass protection was not up to par. Wednesday comes around. And I thought Sullivan looked worlds better. Just a completely different player, honestly. Did he still lose some reps at times? Yeah, he did. There's no doubt. But he also won a lot of reps on day two. And he showed a lot more patience, a lot more violent hands, and a lot more just good hand placement in general. So you saw a step forward from Sullivan Absher from day one to day two. And I think that you're seeing that growth and that development that you should you should expect from a kid with his background in the triple option. So Mike Bell, Sullivan Absher, I think, took massive step forward after not great starts of the week for different reasons. Drake Bowen has been a superstar from day one from uh, for the west side. The east side, I think that Brandon Vernon has shown tremendous growth, and Adon Shoulder, similarly to Drake, has just been good to very good all week. So impressive showing from the Notre Dame 2023 class. They have – Got that some of you know they have shown their talents. They have made everyone excited for what the future of Notre Dame football can be, and I'm excited for them. Last day of practice on Friday, and then finally getting the reward of the week, being able to play in the All American Bowl on Saturday. So Ryan Roberts checking in from the All American Bowl here in San Antonio, Texas. This is a day three recap. Please join me tomorrow for a further recap, and then of course the game is on Saturday. So hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, hit that notification bell because I'll be doing more of these of these breakdowns throughout the week. Five-star reviews if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform. So thank you all so much. Thank you for joining the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for another recap. Go Irish.